0: Hey everyone, my name is Grace and welcome to Lunita Podcast. On Lunita Podcast, we have episodes every week to correspond with the lunar cycle and we discuss different spiritual topics. This is a podcast for people who are interested in spirituality but may not know too much. And on this episode, we discuss the waxing moon in Virgo as well as how to channel our divine feminine. So thanks for joining and enjoy the episode. How are you doing i'm doing good
1: and how are you i'm doing good how do you feel the new moon that have passed how would it have been for um
0: the new moon has been less fabulous than most new moons are uh-huh. i feel maybe like what everyone should be feeling during the new moon which is like kind of wanting to stay at home maybe less energy and usually like i say i usually want to be more social during this full moon but now I just kind of like don't want to talk to anybody uh-huh okay yeah
1: but that's that's So maybe I'm on feeling, track new moon feeling yeah, yeah
0: what about you um yes uh, I feel
1: actually also don't feel that social I feel very much um fulfilled with who I'm very close to you know?
0: yeah Agreed. Um,
1: and I don't I don't want to go too much out there um, and also, I, um, so yesterday was the New Moon ceremony. Yeah. And um, a lot of people, like the big theme was very much related to the Taurus energy of finding oh, home. Really? Yeah, very much. That's so cool. And long-term love also. was a the big theme. Yeah. More people were like, okay, I think I found <gasps> really? the person. Really? Yes.
0: Oh, I love that for them. Yes, That's so cool. I feel like I'm just the luckiest person in the world to have a home and like a long term love. yeah, I just feel so lucky
1: exactly. I also feel that Barcelona is um a place with lots of of singles yeah um and and therefore, I also found it kind of very calming to have a, a yeah partner to make that make you feel more grounded Mm. Mm. yeah wow so cool so now we're going into the waxing moon right yeah and first to mention the moon is the representation of our inner world our emotional state and also how we are and how we express ourselves when we are in in a place where we feel home and where we feel safe Mm. and the waxing moon is when the moon is going from new moon to full moon, so we um, so why we're filming this is around the new moon, mm-hmm. but uh, at the waxing moon is when we're going from the new moon and the light is increasing on the moon up till at one point it's going to the yeah. full moon. Um, so, as the light is increasing, as well as our energies, and we feel more energized, we mm-hmm. also will see that we are meeting more obstacles and more challenging. Challenges mm-hmm. that we have to take care of. Yeah. So in general, our our work is increasing, and we have more to do, and it's a more action
0: orientated time. Right. It's like if you ever manifest during the new moon? It's the time to put those action or put those goals into action. Yeah,
1: and then I feel the full moon is when you then can harvest. Yeah. From those, and you have, mm. then you can kind of celebrate. Yeah, Your, uh, that you have accomplished. Um, and then we have in Virgo, the Moon, mm. and we also the Sun just went into Gemini. It's it's going to after the this
0: new moon. The Sun no it will be
1: yeah, Taurus to Gemini. And
0: after this, after this weekend. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I guess when this episode comes out, we'll be in Gemini season. Yes. Wow. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Everyone hates on Gemini. Yeah, I feel that. Barcelona is a very Gemini city. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I dropped the mic. <laughs> so, why do you feel that way? About Gemini?
1: Oh, I just feel like the the kind of... Uh, the chaotic feeling of the Gemini. <laughs> you Never <know>, chaotic. <laughs> super outgoing. A little yeah. bit social. Butterfly.
0: Mm. Uh, creative. Uh, so, and why don't people like Gemini? Because I don't really care. Hmm. I think it's a social butterfly thing. Okay, but they're also Libras are a very social butterfly, and everyone loves a Libra.
1: Yeah, that's very true. I feel like the somehow I feel the Gemini is is more annoying about it. Yeah, or or because I they think they are very very attractive beings also. Yeah. So therefore, it can be a little bit uh, annoying. You can feel de highest, you know? Okay. But the Libra is like, oh no, I don't want to hurt this, I don't want to uh, hurt that. Oh, yeah, because
0: Libra is very relationship-oriented. Exactly. And there I feel that Gemini is more me, you know? Got it. Okay. So, Interesting. Uh, okay, so the moon's in Virgo and the sun will be in Gemini. Exactly. Interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we're going into this Gemini season, which is always the last of spring and going into summer. Yeah. Um, so the Gemini season is such a nice season, yeah, and you really feel like you want to be a social butterfly. That is so true, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but Virgo...
0: Do you have any Virgo? No, my mom's a Virgo. My dad is Virgo? Interesting. Oh. Oh. What, is your, what was your dad? Uh, my dad was an Aquarius. No, no, no. Fish? Uh, he is a Pisces! My mom was Pisces! <laughs> Oh my god! Wow, crazy!
1: And just to say, both of our dad's name is the same. Yeah. Which is also crazy. Yeah. We, we find out more and more coincidences between the crazy. two of us. It's crazy, yeah. So interesting. Um, So yeah, anyway, Vir- Virgo is an Earth sign. Yeah, it means it is very grounded, connected to the Earth. And also the planet is Mercury and... Mercury just been a retrograde, so we kind of mm-hmm. know a lot about Mercury. It's the planet of communication, transportation, but also thinking and reasoning. Yeah. Uh, which is more so Mercury is both for Gemini, uh, the planet ruling Gemini, mm-hmm. and the planet ruling Virgo. And Virgo. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Virgo being the kind of the computer. Yeah. Okay. Like the, the, the brain, the, the master mm-hmm. brain. And. Um, the Gemini more the communicative part. Yeah. Okay. There's two type of communication: inner communication and outer communication, and Mercury is, is a symbol of both. And mm. therefore, these two two sciences fitting very good for having the same ruler, right. Mercury. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think what I love with Virgo is that the energy it will give to us will encourage us to enjoy more the small things in life. So, kind of the more simple things that we maybe not usually be valuing, Mm -hmm. but that we will. And I think we go from a time to being very materialistic from the Taurus energy. Yeah. And this one tells us not to be materialistic. Okay, that's
0: nice. That's like, okay, you had your fun shopping. Yeah, exactly. But now let's appreciate the little things. Now let's really appreciate the Mm. clothes that we have, the things that we have. Um, Yeah. Without needing more. Uh, I saw this post on Instagram that I put on my story. Yeah. that Okay, so it was, I think it was like a little cute little bear illustration. And it had this bear with all this fruits and vegetables. And it said, I am rich. And then oh. the next slide was this bear, like, laying in the sun and saying, I am rich. And then the bear, the next slide was the bear laying with friends. And it says, I am rich. And it was just all about, like, these simple little things that just bring you so much abundance and it's not like beautiful sunlight is not monetary it's not money or even fresh produce isn't always meaning that you have so much money in the bank but it's just a little thing to be grateful for
1: yeah exactly makes life
0: rich oh that's a sweet yeah sweet thing and
1: such a nice reminder and i think it fits perfectly going into this season of being more aware about the small things in life that makes us rich uh-huh. Um, but not which is not money yeah. and for example what is also very much into Virgo is to stay in nature Virgo yeah. loves to stay in nature and I think it's also calling for us to be closer to the nature and mm-hmm. to the soil
0: and you're going hiking during this time it's perfect for yes, you. hopefully we,
1: we uh, postponed it because it was raining too much and yeah. minus 10 degrees so
0: hopefully it's minus 10 yeah, crazy right now. Yeah, that's, that's crazy
1: uh, it's weird to think about because right now we are sitting outside and we are it's pretty sun, warm sun yeah yeah
0: but only an hour away it's like minus 10 yeah pretty crazy
1: um, so yeah
0: this is a great
1: time also to do more practical things so but kind of getting things done so if you have some things hanging around, you know, like uh-huh. paying some bills or yeah. or taking care of some documents. Yeah, that v- Virgo stuff. Yeah. Such a Virgo thing. <laughs> or, or cleaning, like, the very, very messy closet. That no one yeah, has I really
0: need, in. I still haven't transitioned all my winter clothes out of my closet and no. drawers. I need to do that. I think it's hard because it, the weather's changing a lot. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because yeah, just... I'm still wearing sweaters and stuff. I think right now you're a good mix because you have something thin on and then you have a little... Yeah, a little sorry. little scarf, <laughs> scarf. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: and uh, yeah. So make a little list of these things that just need to be done because mm-hmm. the Virgo energy will really help you and will enjoy to just get these things done. Yeah, uh, cross over the to do list. So mm. it's great and making healthy routines. So kind of Virgo also love repetition because it makes mm. you make them feel safe. So also for you to know that. This is a great time to create a very healthy uh, routine. Um, That's nice.
0: Yeah, maybe I, morning. I'm routine? trying to go on walks every day. Walks. Yeah.
1: That's a very nice routine. Yeah, though. we, we talk about be that a super lot. Super healthy.
0: Yeah. Just
1: 15 minutes walking, mm-hmm. and it can change a lot. Hmm. And you, you once I did a um, routine morning that you and your
0: husband encouraged me. Oh Because yeah. I was sleeping bad.
1: Um. And that was to go out and look in the sun. Mm
0: -hmm. So, yeah, the first... Within the first hour of you waking up, instead of grabbing your phone or doing anything, go out and look into the sun. And it will help your circadian rhythm and your dopamine in the morning. And it will help you wake up in the morning better, stay awake throughout the day, and then go to sleep better and sleep throughout the night. And Mm -hmm. you had a good experience? Very, very good experience.
1: And it was just... I think the endorphins, as you say... Yeah, because I felt very refreshed after looking, yeah. because you, you ha- kind of have to look in the sun, like mm-hmm. your eyes shouldn't hurt. Yeah, but kind of to the state of that, you know, yeah. just looking a little bit under for two minutes. So it's, it's very awesome. Yeah, it's very awesome. It's very easy to do. Yeah, and it makes a big difference. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, so that could be some ideas for some routines and uh, just some things that you might have to be a bit careful about is to be not stressed out if things doesn't go as planned oh I'm so bad at that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes and that can be even more frustrating during this time because this is one of the weak point of the Virgo so yeah just try to um, create some acceptance within yourself that you cannot control everything
0: uh, and everything is going to be fine Mm, Mm. that's nice alright this sounds nice pretty easy going Okay, and now we're going to talk about this week's segment of our podcast. <laughs> and this week's segment is Divine Feminine. Yay! Yay! I feel like this has been a long time coming. We had the Divine Masculine episode a couple weeks ago. And we and then we talked about Beltane, which was both feminine and masculine. And yeah, this kind of comes up all the time for us. Mm. And yeah, we're really excited to talk about it. Yeah. And I think it's something that we love to practice, our feminine. Yeah, it's totally true. Mm. Yep. So when we talk about uh, divine feminine as well as divine masculine, we just want to say a disclaimer that we are not meaning man and woman. Divine feminine and divine energy, or divine feminine, divine masculine energies exist within all genders, no matter what you identify or what your body looks like and divine energy divine feminine energy is the feminine aspect of the divine power that connects us to the earth and binds the earth together and yeah so that's just important to say and so we may say she or he and yeah, yeah
1: but it just that doesn't mean that but that
0: doesn't mean that like a man can't be ha, doesn't have divine no feminine it's just because we have when we explaining
1: stuff you know we have yeah. to to say he or she to make it easier. Yeah,
0: but so divine feminine is the goddess energy that exists within all of us. So yeah, like we just said, everyone has divine, divine feminine energy. It can be repressed in a lot of people, and we'll talk about that in a little while. But many ancient cultures have had divine feminine concept in, uh, in their stories and their lore mm-hmm. and. For example, the Egyptians had Isis, which was their divine goddess. The ancient Greeks had Iph- Aphrodite, and mm. the Hindus have Shakti. And so aspects of the divine feminine can be found in almost all ancient mm. and modern belief systems. And the Norse? Oh, we Freya. Have Freya, yeah. Yeah, and I mean even like Christian I'd say Mary is so divine feminine and Sophia. So
1: Sophia is in Christianity the goddess of wisdom. Oh,
0: yeah. I've never heard of her. <laughs> no, no one hears about her. No? That's such a shame. That is a shame. Well, now I'm going to look at Sophia. Is she yeah. a saint? Uh, she's
1: a go- she's a goddess where, for example, uh, Mary is not a goddess. She's more like yeah. a...
0: But they believe... Christians believe in one god. Yeah. So they don't believe in, like, goddesses. No, that's true. But they believe in... She must be a saint then. Yeah, it's, yeah. that's it. It's like saints and stuff Yeah. Um, okay anyway so the divine feminine is, is associated with fertility creativity, intuition like listening to your body rest and we'll talk more about what it means to be living in your true divine feminine but whenever you tap into this energy it can just bring so much healing to your mind and your body and your soul
1: and something I think that I, we talked about this before uh, is that many of these uh, goddesses that represent divine uh femininity mm-hmm. and also represent like love yeah uh, they also represent a lot of war yes right? yeah yeah um, we talked about that yeah. with about Aphrodite exactly and i, I think it's an, a very important aspect of the feminine energy is destruction
0: yeah destruction for
1: truth fight yeah. for truth oh that's so cool
0: mm. yeah because the divine feminine is not always just easygoing like Oh. Peace. It's also like pushing out what shouldn't belong together. Yeah, exactly. And it can feel quite terrible and hard, actually. Yeah. But it's for the... That's for the like group. what. why sometimes when a lot of people uh, like step into their divine feminine power in mm-hmm. a relationship, they step into, on their own, into their power and they realize that whatever relationship or situation that they're in is toxic or not supposed to be. Exactly. and then they end up breaking up and while it's hard to go through the breakup or like life change yeah because you're it en- destroying patterns right yeah it ends up being so worth it yeah exactly
1: but it is hard and a lot of people might never get get out of it right yeah um, but it's definitely the feminine energy pushing through the, mm. the
0: and do you want to talk a little bit about yin and how uh, that relates
1: yes of course so there, there's a. Uh, Taoism? <laughs> Did I say it correct? Yeah, you said it right. I was confused because um, it's not spelled with D. Which yeah. It sounds like that, Yeah, so it spells with T. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's you You might very much know it. It's the yin yang symbol, which is the white part with a little black dot mm-hmm. and the black part with a little white dot. And this is a very famous. Um, Symbol. symbol that represent the masculine and the feminine. So yang being the masculine, being the white part. Mm-hmm. And yin being the the black part. And this is the feminine energy.
0: Yeah, it's so funny because that symbol, people just don't get what it's for. No. And so it's everywhere. Honestly, I didn't, un- yeah, I didn't understood it neither. I all the time thought that,
1: of course, the feminine energy would be white. Yeah. But it wasn't. Mm -mm. It's a black one, and now it makes so much sense for me Uh, because this is a part that is very much about darkness, soil, wetness, uh, soft. It's also described in Taoism as being like non-actioning, stillness, no movement, uh, but very gentle, and like the soil that just brings. Yeah, I love that. And some of the things are very similar to the kundalini. Mm -hmm. um, So the yoga Hindu traditions. um, Also where you said like shakti. Mm -hmm. Um, So there is some similarity here. But as Taoism, the energy sounds very still and soft. Kundalini, it's not like that. It's much stronger. If anyone, uh, people had like a kundalini awakening. Mm. It comes like from... Uh, the bottom of your spine feels like fire liquid coming all yeah. the way up and Have you had this? Everything. I had a kundalini awakening in my um in my ayahuasca ceremony. Oh, but I just kind of it it didn't feel like this liquid that many people describe. Yeah. But it just felt like this alignment and I saw the snake just going <gasps> through me. Oh. Um and after that that just sent me yeah. Through everything you know wow, awesome um so this is also the feminine energy, and you say this is the creator of the creative life force of that creates everything, yeah, so raw, powerful, sexual, the snake energy just pure, pure energy, and also very, very destructive, yeah, but destroys huh? but destroys what needs to. Go, yeah. you know, destroys for truth. Yeah. And destroys and brings in what needs to be brought right. in,
0: you know. Mm. And like we said earlier, we've been living well, oh I did I guess I didn't say this. But like I said <laughs> I'll just cut this this. No. Like I said no way. Stop. Okay. And like I said earlier, th- this feminine energy has been repressed within us for many, many years. In the divine masculine episode, we talked about how th- this world and the world that we live in has been in dominant masculine energy for like millennia, mm-hmm. and so so many people have a really hard time tapping into their divine feminine. Mm-hmm. And so there, as a result of this, there are some deep wounds of the feminine energy and they can manifest in our life in multiple ways Mm -hmm. and a few of these wounds of the feminine energy are this so the first one is you resist the idea of femininity Mm -hmm. that can be a lot with men like if they are just completely like opposed to leaning into their feminine side and they like there's really toxic ideas about that as well as women who yeah, who just like don't want to lean into their feminine
1: yeah, side. It's just like we want to work and hustle, yeah. and, and maybe they
0: spend all their energy and be very career focused. Or, right. Yeah. And yeah, and this relates to to the second one, which is you're disconnected from your softer side, mm. and so that can be like you're just rough around the edges, or your wounds uh, disallow you from. Being soft and gentle, and maybe more connected to your emotions. And that's also
1: actually a funny thing is when I feel very connected from my femininity, uh, I don't like to hug so much. Oh. Yeah. And that's probably what I need the most. But I just feel like no, I just wanna. Mm. I'm ang- I'm a bit
0: angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because when my husband's more on his masculine side, he's like, "Don't touch me." I don't want to be touched, but when he's the feminine, he's like, um, like all over me. So interesting. Um, another trait of the wounded feminine is seeing your feminine part as weak. And so that's like saying, thinking that your softer side or your feminine side, your lighter side is, or even your like high power, sexual, Mm -hmm. um, energy is weak. Oh, what do you mean? So that you
1: might not feel like sexual? Like m-
0: maybe it's uh, well, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second about mm-hmm. like not connect- connecting to your sexuality. But maybe like, I don't know, like when men are think that like sex, sexy women and beautiful women are weaker because of how they look and how they act. Mm -hmm. Um, another trait of wounded feminine is having no space in your life so that's similar to what you said earlier about just working all the time like not giving yourself space not setting boundaries and just being so busy and so like your time and space is so crowded Mm -hmm. and another trait is feeling like you have to be tough and strong and I know so many people feel this way, where it's like not being able to ask for help. That's a huge wound. And I've definitely felt this way where I just feel like it was my my ego or obviously my wounded feminine where I just felt like I had to be so strong and tough and whatever I was going through, I just had to tough it out and not feel what I was going through. Mm. And so many people I know have that. Mm. Okay, in the next... wound is you have unhealed relationship with your mother. It's so interesting. Mm. And this this just like stuck out to me because whenever I started leaning back in because I kind of, I think I share that I kind of disconnected from my feminine for a while and leaned into my masculine and it was really healing for a while but I also during that time I was just so disconnected from from my feminine and I had a bad relationship with my mom. Mm. And once I restarted to or I like reignited that relationship as well as the relationship with my divine feminine it's just both of those the relationship with my mom and my divine feminine have just been flowing so oh, much easier
1: I have the exact same way.
0: yeah that's crazy isn't yeah. it crazy yeah,
1: I never thought about that yeah
0: it's so true like the especially for women it's the relationship between mother and, and daughter is, is really uh, intense
1: and it happened quite around the same time as the break yeah. Of
0: my, when I lean more into my feminine. Mm. So interesting. Yeah. And the next wound is feeling unsafe in your sensuality and intimacy. Okay. And so, like, not allowing yourself to be uh, sexy or not seeing yourself as beautiful, and also maybe, yeah, feeling uncomfortable in intimate situations.
1: But could it also be that you feel that? Because that was uh, how I felt. Um, that I felt that sex was not about my own pleasure, at least.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's totally yeah. Yeah, yeah totally.
1: So I felt it was more pleasing, for the man, the males. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that is totally a wound. Mm. I think. All right, and another is you feel you see other people as beautiful and feminine, but for you that feels unattainable. So if you're like, that's kind of like comparison, and you're just playing comparison with everyone in your life. People that are close to you, or maybe people online, and you just think, oh, they're so beautiful, they're so feminine, but I just can't be like that. And that's, that's a wound. so true. Yeah, I feel that way a lot sometimes. So like yeah. when I'm with my single friends, yeah. I feel like disconnected from that from that side and I feel like not sexy yeah it's so weird
1: that's very weird and it's
0: because I'm married but I also felt that way when I was single too so I don't know I think it may just be a wound that I have
1: I think so too yeah and I think why I also didn't like to work with women in the past especially now I love it Mm -hmm. but in the past I was like no I rather want to hang around with guys and one of the big things was the drama yeah. Well, the drama had happened a lot because of the comparison mm. so I think this this drama that also have happened between women also comes a lot from yeah women, yeah from the, feminine side. that's such
0: a good point yeah and the last one is that you have a deep down craving to recon- reconnect with your feminine oh. and that's really nice because it's like a little hint or like a green flag that's saying hey like this is here, and it's waiting for you to reconnect.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I felt that a lot last summer. Like, so much. And I made, like, a goddess playlist on my Spotify, um. where I just, like, played all this feminine music, and it just made me feel... And that was part of my, like, um, ceramic mm. discovery. Mm. was really important in reconnecting me with my divine feminine. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. And would you mind... sharing why we need feminine energy yes so um, you
1: said a little bit before um, is that so all of us we consist both feminine and masculine energy but we will always have energy that might be more present than the other yeah so i also don't like the word um, balance in this case because we don't need to have the equal amount of both.
0: Okay, that's nice. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. less
1: pressure. Exactly, and some people are just naturally more masculine, even though they're women. Yeah, or naturally more uh, feminine energy.
0: Mhm.
1: Uh, and it can also change. Yeah. Sometimes you might feel more natural one energy than the other. Yeah. Um. So the same with the Mother Earth. The Mother oh. Earth also have uh, energy, her own energy. And um, for years, for years, for years, it has been predominant masculine energy. Mm-hmm. So if you want to work hard until you get stressed out, yeah. if you want to hustle and earn a lot of money, mm-hmm. you have had like wind with you. You've been surfing on the wave and you've just been like, woo, hustling. I love it. <laughs> and it goes very well for you. Um, until COVID hit.
0: Oh right. Okay, yeah. we talked about this during the
1: Divine Masculine. Yeah, we did. Because it, I mean, it's a important thing for both. Yeah. Um, and COVID made we all were forced to stay inside our home. Mm. Not only inside our home, but also inside ourselves. Yeah. And in our inside, that is where our feminine energy is. Mm. And COVID forced. The whole planet, all the people, to go inside and to be more in the feminine. Because the feminine is just more, it's more being, mm. it's more inwards, it's the feeling, it's yeah. receiving. So we had a very important task that when COVID was over and the gates open, to really learn from this. Yeah. And to really go into more of our feminine. Because if we now want to hustle, if we now want to work until we are burned out... Like it's we're not going to be supported anymore. Mm-hmm. It's the universe, the mother she won't support us anymore. But if we want to discover ourselves, want to go into a more magnetic receiving state, yeah um, if we want to be more in our feminine energy and do the things that is more for being with our feminine, this is a great time mm-hmm. because we will feel that we are being supported through that yeah. we can feel like huge transformations rebirth and yeah it's just uh oh, it's so exciting very nice yeah. yeah um so yeah I think we all need to learn uh, how to uh, reprogram ourselves because yeah. we've been all in our masculine mm.
0: for such
1: a long time yeah um And we have some way
0: of how to heal. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, here's some ways that we can activate our feminine energy and heal and just lean into it. So, a good way to start is to heal your masculine energy, too. Because feminine energy and masculine energy are working together. And it's like the wheel of yin and yang. And so, when when we only focus on our feminine, it can... Just not, we we just miss the healing of our masculine too. So it's important to heal both. And he's like a protector. Yeah. He's has a sword and he's like, no, the feminine is weak.
1: Yeah. We need to protect her. So
0: we need to calm him. We need to let him say, we're okay, We are, we're fine, and that we are safe to have the feminine come. And yeah, like Anna just says that, it's because the wounded masculine can feel like the feminine is weak and defenseless so we just need to check our, our masculine to ensure that we have the safe space to lean into our lean into our feminine mm, exactly and then when you are in your
1: when you are in your feminine you also need to intend that you want to awake your feminine and I like this because, um, uh, for example, drumming is so good for the feminine because it goes in the body. Yeah. And and you know when I do my ceremonies, everyone is so afraid of my shamanic drum. They're like, "Yeah, oh my God, it's so scary." <laughs> but it's like the the heart. Yeah. You know? And you're think, good at it, though.
0: It's fun. Yeah, I also get very like my energy. <laughs> On the drum. Well the thing is the reason that it's scary is because you're already like so you do the Anna does this whenever we in the plant medicine Mm. and plant medicine ceremony and so we're already like tripping and it's like boing and it's like you just feel it like (laughs) all in your body. And so it is quite startling. Yeah.
1: And it's funny because doing the meditation, I hear like people snoring and stuff. Yeah. And then I'm laughing because soon <laughs> it's just going to hear like a big BOOM! boom! <laughs> and it, it's so strong that it makes the windows vibrate. It's yeah, so, so it's cool. crazy. <laughs> so yeah, a great way to connect to your body is uh, drumming, a shamanic drum, recommended. Um, and
0: uh, then also to like put your hands in your womb. Oh, I do this all the time. Yeah, I do that It's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. very amazing. Yeah,
1: and also the womb yoga that our friend is doing and also a lot about mm-hmm. connecting to the womb.
0: Yeah, I love to meditate with my crystals on my womb. oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think this. Is and great. like during shavasana and yoga, I always like bring it back to the womb or like my body, and like my hands are always on my womb. Yeah. And I'm when I'm in shavasana. When you're in shavasana, wow. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> Maybe I should do some masculine yoga. No, nah, because yeah, I've been wh- doing so much yin. This is in yin yoga, uh-huh. which is the feminine yoga. Uh. And so that's where I really connect. And that's very feminine, yeah. Yeah. So That makes very sense to connect to the womb. Yeah. And another way to heal this feminine energy is to surrender. Mm-hmm. And when you start to awake the feminine energy, different things can come up. So the feminine energy has different ways of showing yourself and you just need to you just need to surrender to all of them Mm. and like we said the destroyer part of the feminine energy can come when maybe you least expect it Mm. but if you suddenly feel these urges or this feeling that some things need to come to an end it's a time this is a time for you to just trust and surrender Mm. and yeah that can be in a toxic relationship a job, even setting boundaries with friends and family, and or like if you are tired of living in a place that you're living, like maybe the divine feminine is telling you to mm. pick up and create a new life somewhere else. Mm.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think the feminine energy is very like because now you mentioned the thing about leaving a relationship or a yeah. job, and I'm just thinking that you know the feminine energy is quite comfortable with death. Yeah. Um, so, like, also being comfortable with letting things die. Like, yeah, that's a, a really good point. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, and meditation, always good. First of all, the energies and the stillness, right? That's yeah. where you can hear the hear the energy. And I don't know when you're meditating, mm-hmm. how do you feel the feminine energy present?
0: Yeah, because I'm doing a lot of womb work. But does it do you feel oh. like some
1: humming or some buzzing
0: or some um,
1: or some pleasurement or? Um, I
0: would say humming. If anything, what about humming? you? Yeah, maybe a little bit buzzing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I can
1: feel it's like a little bit vibrating. Mm. Mm.
0: Okay, that's nice. Yeah. Another way to heal or move into your feminine is to use your body and the feminine energies all in the body and so this is a great time to dance move exercise ecstatic dance is an amazing thing to do yeah go out with your friends go dancing and this is a really good way to lean into mm. that
1: yeah dancing yeah i love that mm. Uh, and yeah then going into yeah connect with your emotions as it, it is the feeler and yeah. feels emotions more but also like just sit and process i feel like the masculine energy we don't want to go out and drink beers and just yeah. disconnect from the issue the, but the work stress yeah, or life stress exactly by distractions
0: yeah but feminine energy
1: is like okay let's sit down and let's cry, let's mm-hmm. release the emotions, or let's just sit with the emotions. Yeah, I
0: feel like this is a really big one. Mm, yeah, me too. Okay, we're almost done, I promise. Um, <laughs> next is going into your own creative energy. So doing fun things, connecting to your inner child, like maybe picking up a new creative hobby, a new creative skill, and... Yeah, I cuz the feminine energy is all about creation, right? And so mm. that's how I feel so connected to the divine feminine when I'm when I'm doing some type of art. Yeah, ceramics. Yeah. Um
1: and then go with the flow. Like effortless movements and just like relax into life. So wherever there come darkness into your life or challenges just do things mm. with more ease like i feel like everything. you're so good
0: at it do you feel like you're good at this
1: yeah i think i got better after the new year because my Whoa. resolution was to was to have more time for everything so okay. now I, I i i'm not stressing through everything
0: as yeah I used to you do. just always exude such um go with the flow oh yeah you think so yeah it inspires me because i'm like not i'm very control freak oh yeah yeah I don't see you like that. No? No. I'm like well, I guess in certain situations yeah. I'm like I need if it's something that I'm after, yeah. It's like control, control, control. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. That I see that sometimes. Yeah. Or you're like <laughs> you maybe not control but you're like I'm Obsessed. gonna get it, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. But that's I mean like everyone also have masculine and feminine energy. You cannot have one without the yeah. other. So it's also very important to mm. connect both.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess we didn't we didn't uh, mention this, but this is the divine feminine is the receiving the receiving end, whereas divine masculine is like going out and getting something. Yeah. Divine feminine is all about receiving and just like letting things fall. And magnetic. Yeah. And oh, magnetic. magnetic.
1: Letting things come. Yeah. Where the masculine is going out and get it. Yeah. You know.
0: Um, Okay, and and last way to connect to your Divine Feminine is to be in nature. Mm. And that kind of just goes without saying. Like, go to the beach if you live nearby. Go on a little nature walk. This is so important. And then bringing those elements into your house, I think, can be a really good way Mm. to do that. All right, just to wrap up so that you have a clear understanding of what it can look like when you're connected to your Divine Feminine, Mm -hmm. here are some Divine Feminine qualities. So the first is you just feel really connected to your emotions. You're not letting them be pushed aside and you confront them up front. Your action is oriented to the experience of joy rather than the outcome. So this is like doing for pleasure rather doing for something. Mm-hmm. And enjoying the, the process. Yeah, it's kind of like picking up a hobby and just doing it for fun rather than trying to make Mm. A business or,
1: or for example doing a hike and enjoying the walk rather than the top of the oh, mountain oh
0: yeah that's so good Yep. and you can another divine feminine quality is emotional strength so yeah just you're emotionally mature and you really lean into your emotions for guidance and power mm. also when you seek self mastery but it's more concerned with sacrificing for the greater good so you're not like trying to better yourself just for yourself but you're also trying to better yourself for others in in the world
1: and this is the truth you know when you heal
0: yourself you're you're healing all Mm. the people around you too. so true Mm. another divine feminine quality is being extroverted being open and that's not to say that if you're introverted you're wounded but it just means that you feel like you're open and wanting to connect with others. Mm-hmm. And another divine feminine quality is you're feeling vulnerable and nurturing. Also, you're very cooperative with people. And so there's not a lot of friction when you're collaborating with others. Also, like, that means like you don't have to be the right one all the time. Like it's a give and take. And you want to be rather than do, and so that's like I am, like, I am this rather than I am doing this. Mm. Um, you lean into gentleness and sensitivity, and and you define success by relationships rather than like monetary gain or like what your maybe material gain. Mm. Like your success in your life is more about your relationships that you have and. Um, the goodness that they bring into your life Mm. and you're more concerned with creativity so you're just leaning into that creative force that we've talked about and last you make decisions based on intuition so you trust yourself you trust your body you trust your emotions and yeah you just know that your intuition has your best interests at heart. Mm. That's a very important one, I think. Also because the
1: feminine energy is very formless, right? It has yeah. no form and have endless potential. And yeah, I love to let that part of me mm. guide me. Yeah. And then after that have guided me, then I can come in with my masculine energy to, to yeah. kind of take the actions. But always let my left side of my yeah. body... My feminine, my feminine, my intuition, uh, and I think that intuition mm. comes from my heart. Yeah. And so I want to let the heart guide me, and the, the, then I want my masculine to cut the, cut the uh, my ray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but cutting the way that the feminine side have
0: told me. Mm.
1: Wow, mm. that's such a nice way
0: to collaborate between the masculine and the feminine.
1: Yeah, like the clay. Yeah, I love to do the metaphor of clay because the, when when we put the clay on the wheel, it yeah. has no shape and it's have potential to become everything. Mm-hmm. And then the masculine energy comes in and creates shape. Yeah, Oh, mm. ah,
0: so cool. Well, yeah, that's a little bit about the divine feminine, and I know it's showing up so much in my life right now. I'm really leaning into this divine feminine. Mm. maybe more so than the masculine right now and I think that's good because I've just had been in my masculine for so long so I'm really getting to know my feminine Mm. and it just feels really nice
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yes no me too and I think we talked about in the masculine um, part like when Mm -hmm. we did the podcast how both of our lives have been changing yeah. with this shift of Mother Earth's
0: energy. Right. And maybe you also have felt this way. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah, let us know let us what know. you think and if you're leaning into your feminine right now or if you're a little uncomfortable with it. We'd love to talk about it. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, thanks so much for listening yeah, to thank this, you. Episode. I love this episode. Good luck. Yeah, it's so nice. Good luck on this waxing moon. I feel like this is pretty good. Like, this is, like, true summer vibes. Mm. Or it's, like, this last of spring. Um, It's the summer vibes that everyone's super excited about until it gets, like, too hot. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? We're all excited for what's coming. And, yeah, enjoy the little things. Enjoy the little things. Cool. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.